Welcome to the podcast of Unity Fort Worth. In it, you'll hear this week's message and meditation. If you'd like to hear and see the complete service, you can always find it at unityfortworth.org or on the Unity Fort Worth Facebook page. Unity Fort Worth focuses on positive and practical Christianity with a willingness to explore the entire world of religion and spiritual thought. Unity Fort Worth streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Thanks for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. So, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to do a couple of things today. We have Don here who brings the water for our sacred water ceremony. And those of you who haven't been here the past couple of Sundays, um, what this is now is some of you brought water from a place that you find sacred or may have been just used your tap water and then put some affirmations on a glass bottle or something. And so this is all the water that's been brought and collected. And we're using that water <clears throat> because it has good energy around it. When we take something from a sacred place or when we write affirmations around the bottle or a glass, it does have an effect on the water. Now, the sacred water ceremony is a new ceremony. Most of you know that in Unity, we don't have a lot of rituals. There's basically two, and they're at the end and the beginning of the year. The one that's at the end of the year is the burning bowl ceremony, which is very similar to what we do today. It's a letting go. And then the white stone ceremony is at the beginning of the year to pick up a new name. But I thought ceremony is so important, why don't we do something in the middle of the year? We certainly all deserve it, don't we? We deserve to have an opportunity to let go what stands in our way, which is what I wanted to talk about today, is how can we get out of the way so that we can flow with the perfection of God in mind and heart. And letting go, release, is such an important part of being able to do that. When Elaine and I were in the ashram, one of the teachings that we learned there was called Ishvara Pranidhana. Ishvara means God, and Pranidhana means surrender. And it's the last of the yamas and niyamas that is um, used in the Buddhist and Hindu tradition, similar to the Ten Commandments. The yamas and niyamas are ten observances. And the last one is Ishvara Pranidhana. There's others like Ahimsa, you may have heard before, the truthfulness, uh, nonviolence, and then Satya, truthfulness. Um, when you know some of uh, Gandhi's work, you probably heard those terms before. Now, Ishvara Pranidhana loosely translated means surrender to God. And how do we approach this idea of surrendering to God? How do we surrender to something that is indefinable? Now, in unity, we consider God to be principle to be something that is available to us as infinite potential. 
And we have the ability in every moment of our lives to tap into that infinite potential, whether we see it or not, whether we believe it or not. In a lot of ways, we could say belief is not even required because there's nothing that can be done to take away our oneness with God. We may feel separate, or we may sometimes feel that God is not even here. But that is not the truth. It doesn't mean that we are disconnected, because it's impossible to be disconnected from our own divinity. So surrender to God, Ishvara Pranidhana, is the practice to surrender to our own experience. We have a lot to say in our lives, so much more than we often give ourselves credit for. Rather than pushing away some of the responsibility and authority that we have to some outside entity, um, we are asked in unity to do the opposite and to actually step into our own power as often as we can remember. And that can be difficult, right? I used the term spiritual couch potato before. You probably remember, right? That's when we sit down in, the, in our couch, or the spiritual couch potato is really, well, here, God, why don't you take care of this for me? That's when we stop becoming active and be a participant in the creation of our lives. And so Ishvara Pranidhana means not to surrender to God by giving up our power, but surrender to the divinity that we have. And surrender is such a wonderful practice to learn. Those of you who meditate on a daily basis probably have had these experiences too, where at some point you get almost to a point of a cliff and you surrender yourself by just trusting and so we surrender in Ishvara Pranidhana to the God Self, to that part within ourselves that is infinitely powerful. And we do this with many, many different, many different ways. One of them is another form of surrender is to let go. Let go of resistance. Let go of anger. Let go of any limitation that we may put on ourselves. That's what release is about. Another part of letting go and surrender is forgiveness. Now, who in here remembers what forgiveness means in unity? Not rhetorical. <laughs> letting go, right? Give for good. Give for good, yeah. Well, Charles, Phil, Charles Fillmore, our co-founder in Unity, uh, he defined forgiveness very simply. He said, forgiveness is the letting go of the false for the true. We're letting go of what is no longer true for us so that we can realize truth. For example, I talked before that even though we may sometimes feel separate from God, that is actually not something that is possible. But what we need to let go when we have this disconnect is we need to let go of some of those false ideas we have about ourselves 
that we are not worthy, we're not lovable, we don't deserve something. We let go of these ideas so that we can realize the truth. And the truth is that all of us, no exceptions, are part of this God universe. We all participate in it in one way or another. Some of us are a little bit more conscious of it, are a little bit more active, and some others are preferred to be the spiritual couch potato. Right? And that is okay too. We all are on a different journey trying to uniquely define who and what we are. So surrender then, in terms of forgiveness, means that we must let go of what is no longer true. And interestingly enough, isn't it easy sometimes to tell what's not, no longer true? I mean, we continue on doing certain things, but we already realized it's not real, right? We uh, stay in a job we hate, for example, <laughs> for whatever reason, and it's a falsehood if we continue to do certain things. Same goes for relationships. Uh, other things like taking on certain angers or taking on certain damaging feelings that we don't have to take on. Those are all false beliefs or false ideas that we tend to take on, and that actually is clouding our awareness of our true divinity. So by doing something like that, as we will do today, we give ourselves a chance in mid-year to simply ask ourselves, if I had to forgive anything or to let go of anything in order for me to realize the truth of who and what I am, what would it be? So if you've never done this, the burning bowl ceremony, then you, you should have all gotten a piece of paper, right? Did everyone get a piece of paper? Okay. And a little pencil. We're not going to do this just now, but I want to explain it so it's clear. So whatever comes to mind, I'm going to lead us into a meditation in a few minutes. And doing that meditation, it's very similar to the, sacred, the burning bowl ceremony. I will just remind you what it is that you may want to let go of. Not that I'm going to tell you what it is. That is your choice. But it's just we're using the meditation to do that. And throughout the meditation, you can just write it down. And this is water dissolvable paper, in case you were wondering. So we're going all then after the meditation, one by one, come forward, put that in the water. Remember, this is collective sacred water. And then it will dissolve. And I want you to watch it too. I want you to witness this. Because depending on what it is, as you see your forgiveness dissolve, that should allow you the release, to experience the release. So what's the difference between water in the sacred water ceremony and fire in the burning bowl ceremony? Water means cleansing. John the Baptist he baptized with water. What did Jesus baptize with? Fire. Fire, right? So water baptism 
Jewish tradition back then was all about cleansing ourselves. It was about getting real, getting clear, letting go of some of those ideas. It was not just cleansing the body physically, but it was cleansing the mind. It was becoming clear again, what are we here for? But then the baptism with fire is burning away the last little thing that is still remaining. And Jesus had that power to see with clarity in all of us back then what the truth is. He was not clouded by the idea that he is limited. He was expressing himself as an unlimited being in every moment. And so when he baptizes with fire, it's the clarity of truth that will burn away everything that is still in the way. I like to relate it to the burning bush. When Moses was up on the mountain and all of a sudden there was this burning bush and God spoke to him. I am that I am. God's true name, which is our true name. I am that I am. What's, what is so interesting about this bush? Who remembers? The bush was on fire. What happened to the bush? It was not consumed. There you go. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happening with us. When we are baptizing ourselves with water and fire, all that remains is the truth of who we are. Nothing will go away that we don't, that we need. Nothing can be destroyed that is our perfection within our divinity. So that is just a little bit about this ceremony. But how does this tie now into the idea of tithing? And again, I always remind ushers, please lock the doors as soon as I say the word tithe. People want to run, right? So how does tithing help us in this process of Ishvara Pranidhana, in this process of letting go? Tithing is a wonderful tool for us to challenge ourselves on a daily basis or on a regular basis through money, because money is the number one thing that most of us, if not all of us, have some form of fear linked to it. If I give money away, often there is a fear linked to it that says, I will not have enough. If I give too much, then I will not have enough left over. If I give too little, that's the other side. There may be a judgment coming in too. So tithing is a perfect example how to actually face the fear of letting go. And it's an example that we can use and a practice we can learn through money because it triggers us so well. But the practice itself, or what we learn, is for everything. As we learn to freely use the flow of abundance that's available to us through the practice of tithing, we learn everything else as well. 
We don't need to be afraid to ever run out of love. Has everyone ever thought that if you give too much love, it will run out? Maybe? Yeah. Yeah, so I see some nodding. I would say it's impossible to run out of love, right? We may feel maybe hesitant, or we may feel restricted, or we may choose not to give love. But the ability and the capacity to have love will always be there. So Ishvara Pranidhana, the surrender to God, is built into tithing, if you will. It's built into any spiritual practice because everything has to do with just being able to let go. Surrendering the fear. Surrendering the limitation. And so I was asked to share a story, and I'm not going to make this a tithing story. Um, it's a story that Elaine and I experienced a few years ago when we went to um, a workshop by Dr. Martini. Anyone familiar with his work? Dr. Martini, couple, okay. He used to be a chiropractor, and he shared this wonderful story, which I think ties so wonderfully into what it means to let go of that fear and holding on, especially to money. He was in a pretty bad place with his practice, and all he saw in his surroundings was lack. His staff would turn over too much. They wouldn't do what they needed him, needed, uh, what he needed them to do. His, uh, his practice patients would disappear without saying anything, and he would be struggling. And he was asking himself why. And he got down to it until he realized that it had a lot to do with his dad the way he believed in money, and the way he treated money. And I can't go into his entire story. If you Google him, you'll probably see the story. It's a beautiful story about him learning to no longer be angry at his dad through the practice of putting money away. So what he did is something very simple. He started going against his fear and say, okay, I don't see how this is even possible for me right now, but I'm going to start putting $10 a week away for myself, not even for the church, just for himself. And then he would do this, and a couple of weeks later, two or three months later, he realized that he didn't miss the $10. When he first started, he thought he would really feel it. It would hurt him. But after a couple of months, he realized, oh, no, he didn't even miss the $10. So he increased the $10 to $20, and he tried that for a couple of months. And then he increased it to $50, and then he increased it to $100, and to $200, and $400, and $500. And I think within a year or so, or a couple of years, he was putting away $1,000 a week. Why? Because he started to trust. He learned something not through the practice of tithing in his example, but he learned something to let go of that fear that he wouldn't have enough. 
And it was magical to see for him that every time when he thought, I'm going to increase it and it's absolutely impossible for me to have that this is possible for me to happen, it worked. So Elaine and I thought, well, that's a really good idea. We were tithing already to the church, so we just added that on to the whole thing. We started with $10 and then increased to 20 and we had the absolute same experience. It's the idea of no longer having to ask yourself, am I even able to do this? You're just starting to trust. And so I was asked to share this story because I shared it a couple of weeks ago, uh, a little bit more expansive, because the recurrent giving is very similar. It acts in a very similar way where there is an element of trust that we say, here is the giving that I can see I'm able to do. And then you set it up and you forget about it and see what happens. See, when I first started tithing, I approached it like a scientific experiment. I know most of you just trusted tithing. I'm not a very trusting person, I realized, when the church was asking me to give, to give the church money and they came up with all those reasons. I always thought, yeah, that's self-serving, not for me. But when I started trusting, when I actually approached it as a scientific experiment, I sat down, made a plan, had my Excel sheet up there, had my different points of checks and all that, and it, it was wonderful to see how perfectly it worked. Now, I'm sharing you two things today. One is the Dr. Martini story which if you're not ready in the place to tithe or give or whatever it is, and don't worry too much about the 10%, we can, all, we can all work ourselves up to that. Stay where you're comfortable. But you might not even feel comfortable because here I am, the minister telling you to give us money. It's very self-serving, right? But then try something else because in the end, what it is about is to learn to surrender and to learn to let go of all those fears and all those limitations that just stand in the way of so many things in our lives. Money is a wonderful way to break that pattern. And so which way you want to go is up to you. Maybe you go with the saving and you learn the same thing as if you will go with the tithing. It's the same principle in the end that's behind it. So today's title was, and I forgot it myself. What was today's title? Where is it? How things can finally go our way. There you go. Uh, Things can fi finally go our way when we get out of the way. It's as simple as that. We are in the way if we keep believing the false beliefs we have put on ourselves and we listen, we, we, we have from others that are put on us or we just have grown up with. 
to get out of the way means to become true to ourselves. To get our way, get out of our own way, means that we are finally getting our way. And so hopefully today will be a starting point. And like I said, water means cleansing. We're working towards the burning bowl ceremony. Fire is also a different form of cleansing. And take this opportunity, whatever comes to mind, to let it go and see your piece of paper just dissolve in the water. And the one last thing I would like you to do as you leave, we will have this water container out on the welcome table again. And if you want, bless yourself by just dipping your finger in and just sprinkle some of the water on yourself as you leave for today. Okay. So there's many different things that we can do to get out of the way, and meditation is one of them. And let us move now into our meditation to give us some time. <clears throat> Just time to relax. So feel free to begin with a couple of deep breaths. Give yourself time to relax, physically, mentally, spiritually. Maybe you already have an idea what you would like to let go of, and if so, you're welcome to write this down. If not, you can also ask yourself the question, what is it that still stands in my way? What limitations am I putting on myself? What false beliefs do I have? Just give it time to resonate. And maybe something comes to mind immediately. Or just be patient. until it comes to you. Remember who and what you are, the truth, a child of God, a God essence, 
God expressing itself in human form. Mother, Father, God in perfect harmony. The universe, divinity, nature. Brahman, Ishvara. Allow this moment to be a reflection of your divinity, an invitation to be more of who and what you are. To have things finally go your way by getting out of the way, by surrendering, not to something that's not you, surrendering to the truth, your truth, surrendering to the divine, your divine. And maybe now you have some idea what you would like to write down. And I invite you to do so now. This is yours to keep secret. No one needs to know. You may fold the piece of paper as we get ready to do the sacred water ceremony together. And even if there's nothing that comes to mind right now, you can even just hold your paper in your hand and just trust that as you put the paper in the water, whatever needs to be let go will be let go. just before we close for our meditation and move into the ceremony, I want all of us just to remember for what we're grateful for. Maybe you're grateful for your family and friends, maybe for this community, maybe for your work, your relationships. Allow the sense of gratitude to be part of your forgiveness, to be part of allowing the ceremony to take place. As Paul would say, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. We are stepping into the will of God through the example of Christ Jesus, as we learn to surrender and to give up what is no longer true.
So with that in mind, heart and mind, we find that perfect harmony. As we close our meditation, and one by one, I invite you to come up and follow my example, to let go of what is no longer needed. Thank you for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. You just heard this week's message and meditation. For the live streams and more information, go to unityfortworth.org.